Right, the Prime Minister may not have been able to articulate whether he had or had not started campaigning for the election earlier this week, but we all know that he started campaigning the minute he was confirmed as the new Labour Party leader and Prime Minister on the 22nd of January. What is clear this week, though, is that campaigning has stepped up a gear. If the antics of this week are any indication of what's to come, then we should buckle up. I think we're in for a messy and potentially nasty seven-week ride to the election. This is largely a cost-of-living election. The major parties are doing their best to convince us they're the most credible party to manage the economy. They're both focused on bread and butter issues and helping the squeezed middle and the hard-working New Zealanders. The minor parties are offering more extreme versions of the same policies and in the process looking like they're offering action and a real alternative. But this week, any hope the election would be focused on having constructive debates about front-of-mind issues was dented as our politicians instead focused on discrediting each other. The party Māori leader Rawiri Waititi went all out appearing to to substantially breach a name suppression order in Parliament's debating chamber. The well-performing ACT party came under scrutiny for some interesting candidates selections, including one candidate who'd made a comment in the past comparing vaccine mandates to Nazi concentration camps. Once this was revealed, she promptly resigned, which Seymour sensibly accepted, even if he couldn't stop making jokes about blowing things up. Nationals had to deal with bullying claims with Tim Vandermolen, stood down from his portfolios after a Privileges Committee found his behaviour towards Labour MP Shannon Halbert was threatening and that he was in contempt of Parliament. He was swiftly rolled out to offer an apology and accept all the findings. And former Minister Michael Wood likely hoped all this drama would mean everyone would forget his shares kerfuffle, but the Privileges Committee recommended he offer an apology for being asked at least 12 times to deal with the perceived conflict of interest and not doing so. Oh, and let's not forget, National had to deny having a man ban after it was reported MP Michael Woodhouse had suggested he was the victim of diversity. That's exhausting. The Privileges Committee has been busy and it doesn't feel like the complaints and reports are going to end anytime soon. Let's hope there's a balance to buy at least some informative and constructive conversations breaking out during the grubby hit fest. Seven more weeks. Honestly, give me strength. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.